Welcome back to the Am I Supposed to Know podcast with Penny and <laughs> Axel. We are glad to be back for this podcast. And this third post- podcast, we're going to be talking about friendships. friendships. <laughs> and so it, this is a topic that we hold dear to our hearts. And it's something that we've been meaning to talk about. Mm. Uh, and what perfect after talking about love than to talk about friendships. Yes, it's it's a pretty um, important topic of, of, of our lives, especially in our 20s. Yeah. It's a time when we're defining ourselves and, and uh, friendships can mean a lot. So when we talk about friendships, we're talking about uh, companionship that does not uh, relay only on um, like two people feeling exchanges, mm-hmm. but more so about people that see you for who you are and people that make you feel like when you're with them, you're a little bit more of yourself. And we're going to also be taking some time to really dive into how we see it, yeah. um, some things that we are or are not supposed to know. And overall, girl talk about, I mean, not just girl talk, the <laughs> boys are invited here, Ooh. but yeah. we're going to talk about friendship today. So yeah, uh, today's post uh, podcast, today's episode was based on a suggestion slash question we got from one of our best listeners. Uh, she asked us if we can please talk about friendship breakups. If we're supposed to know at that at a certain time in our life, we we'll never talk to someone that once uh, you considered as a family and uh, if it's uh, and the way that it really hurts. So yeah, today we'll try to talk about, to go a little bit through all of those questions and if we're supposed to know and how to deal yes. with all of that. Mm-hmm. So um, a little bit of a personal story slash anecdote about how <laughs> the changing nature of like the friendship during like this life stage in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, like to me, uh, in my 20s, because... I'm still in my early 20s. I'm 22. For those who doesn't know. So pretty early. I just... I've just arrived. (laughs) I just got here. So, yeah. It's still fresh. Um, Like, seeing how you, like, lose friendships, it's quite really, like, something that slaps you in the face. Mm -hmm. Because people you used to know and, like, in your, like, teenage, in your teenage and friends who you considered as like people who are gonna last a, a lifetime, people who you considered as your sisters, as your brothers, like people you hope, like you, you used to hold dear to your heart. Mm-hmm. And how when you start growing, changing career, studies, moving, mm-hmm. like you lose the connection you had. And when you try to like to reconnect, it's still not the same. Yeah. And the way that, you know, it hurts both ways. And there's nothing, there's nothing we can do. There is no way to fix that. So, yeah. So to, do, yeah. Do you feel like when, when that sort of happened to you with your, with your friends, mm-hmm. um, have you been able to kind of identify what could potentially have been the, the, the reason for that? Uh, I feel you can't really tell exactly what was the reason, but I think it's growing and mm-hmm. change like really like a shift in Just focus exactly. or okay. a shift not really even in focus because sometimes you still have the same view on certain points like values mm-hmm. and then what you like to do but still 
like uh, in my opinion like in my personal life mm-hmm. i feel like most of the time it was the distance because yeah, okay. i moved away from home yeah and changing countries and continent you know mm-hmm. life changes yeah. abruptly yeah and then does. you know after that even like views start to change the way you view life because mm-hmm. you're not living in the same environment as you were living in before yeah. so all yeah. of that so yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, today's episode, it's kind of divided into five parts, if we may say. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the evolution of 20s friendships mm-hmm. uh, and making connections like after in your 20s, when you're in your 20s now, yeah. how to sustain them because oh, you can yes. make them but not sustain yeah. them. Yeah, yeah that's... <laughs> And we'll be talking about an interesting point, digital mm-hmm. bonds, you know, yeah. online friendships, how, <laughs> yeah, because now we live almost our lives on the internet, online, yes, so yes. how to make those and how to navigate those friendships. Yes. And, oh yeah, another important part, uh, mm-hmm. friendships impact on our mental health and growth. It, yeah, those are pretty important, interesting. And yeah, we'll yeah. be concluding saying, you know, the key insights and if we're supposed to know or not. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. So, first of all, we are going to start with the evolution of uh, friendships mm. in our in our 20s. So, when we transition from being in school, yeah, in structures that allow us to kind of find of ourselves in amongst people that share the same interests, sometimes it's not necessarily the case. We share just the same direction in life. Mm. So basically what I'm trying to say is school. (laughs) (laughs) um, When you go to school, the the ultimate goal is that all of you will be prepared to go out in the world and learn more things and just, you know, take the world on and be the change that you want to see. (laughs) So so basically these structures will will find ourselves challenged mentally Mm. most of the time. And I feel like we create bonds that kind of commiserate. Mm. Mm, I mean, from my experience in <laughs> high school, basically, yeah. Yeah. you are in a school, the first day you get there, you're struggling with saying bye to your parents, you know, being on your own, mm. boarding school, and very quickly you're going to kind of build connections with people because you need to su- to survive, basically, yeah, to not be... It's really yeah. easy, though. I don't yeah. know. It it's was e- easy. Yes, it's it's easy because these are things that as you grow up you learn that you have to have something in common with someone mm. to create a bond with them mm. and when you have these structures that are, that are in place that common thing is already there mm. it's learning that common thing will most likely as well be your your matrons and your teachers <laughs> those those people that you know in our teens we are kind of rebels yeah. and we don't want to just follow things just because you know Mm. And so being uh, in a place where you can find people that think, you quickly start thinking the same way because you're kind of struggling with the same things. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and as well, when we talk about boarding school, I mean, you remember it in Rwanda, you <laughs> yeah. have no cell phone, you have the only oh, source of information sure, sure. is anything you can access in the school. Mm-hmm. And so when you start talking about, you, you start telling people stories about when you're home, you start talking about the food you used to eat. <laughs> um, I used to be a great movie teller. You know, you just sit oh, on a bed and for two hours yeah. straight, you're recounting like this movie yeah. to people and, and they're just, they, people are easily attracted to you because things that attract them to you mm. 
are so easily available and very easily like, approachable because yeah. the the market is lacking <laughs> like what do you think is the reason like is it difficult now to make friends in our 20s like okay mm-hmm. slash from like college or uni yeah. like when you go outside in the real world like mm-hmm. what do you think is the reason it's really that now difficult like to make so friends i think that when we talk about uni because this is a this is kind of interesting because mm. i previously just said you know you're learning and you have yeah. teachers and you have these these people that you feel like you're all against mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so uni is kind of Deep. similar to school yeah in in that sense but also different in the sense mm. that it's uni and you know people have lives at this point you know because when you're still a teenager you're yeah. under your parents but by the time you go mm. to uni mm. you're an adult mm-hmm. you're finally touching that sweet sweet freedom so it's like you and know i should decide who i want to put like i choose to put in my life exactly i, I feel like we, we overthink it some way we sometimes we overthink it but some other times we underthink it i think mm-hmm. because uh some of us never learn to understand that we never learn to understand how friendships are built mm-hmm. they happened so naturally and because of how close we were with people mm, yeah. we never learned that you yeah. know i'm talking to this person because right now i'm their only source of information for example i remember one day sitting outside with this girl and talking mm-hmm. to her for three hours straight about uh i think it was a gossip magazine like people because i used mm-hmm. to watch a lot of like entertainment mm-hmm. the, the channel on tv yes on tv <laughs> entertainment i would sit here and tell oh her all God, the episodes yeah. that i know you know and that pretty much quickly bonded her to me mm-hmm. i even know that she would seek out my presence in so times where i gossip. wanted to be with other friends celebrities gossip mm-hmm. yes because sitting there and just psychoanalyzing celebrities <laughs> yeah. was something that i mean yeah. it wasn't for me i i didn't think much of it because yeah. you know i was seeing these um these like shows and they were making comments about these celebrities and i would internalize these things and i would mm-hmm. sit with her and tell her, you know Nicki Minaj people say that she's got something in her head you know it's called yeah. roman oh and that God. roman thing you know i saw this video on youtube and she was talking like you were an early influencer <laughs> i was yeah. the paparazzi yeah, i was the Shade room. You could have been rich by now if you started back then. <laughs> I really think they shouldn't have got me stuck to sciences only. Why, why are you doing engineering actually? <laughs> Good question. I, I think in, in yeah. a generation like this when a woman can get all of it, I might as well be an influencer. <laughs> Go ahead, girl. Go ahead. I'm here to support. Yeah, so in that moment, yeah. I never realized that that girl was so close, so attached to me because you had something to offer yes it was uh, i mean yes i mean not trying to commodify all human relationships but yeah. in that moment the thing that built our connection so strongly is that i always had something to tell her mm. so that was working very well there were other friends um that i met very that that was very random mm. within the first three days of getting into the boarding school i met them and these were the types of friends that i could sit with and not say anything yeah but every time we were we were around each other we were just building something in the silence mm. that made it so that we felt like if i need anything i can go to her we we had the same rooms we shared the same rooms and you know i told them they, they basically saw me fall in love for the first time and <laughs> and get <Yeah>. played <laughs> so i mean yeah but so, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah so i feel like the the difference here is that when you get to uni 
people are trying to figure themselves out exactly um, that's what else yeah, yes the, there's people that are trying to grab the freedom that they just got mm -hmm. there's people that are trying to um step into their parents truths mm -hmm. there are people that have family responsibilities yeah you're trying to like you have a Ex lot of balls to jiggle exactly <laughs> <laughs> you know not, not in that sense people but you know you have a what lot of balls sense? to jiggle you know career school friendship yeah. Yeah. Fun. Yes. All of and, that. And so, and yeah. especially in a generation where the choice is very huge, mm. um, the difference quickly becomes that every time you're sitting listening to a story about celebrities from e, e channel, whatever, mm -hmm. you could be making friends with someone who's gonna get you a job in yeah. five years or three years. Oh, true, true. So that makes it a little bit harder because you're not so carefree. You exactly. now Yeah, you no, now have no. the worries of exactly, adulthood. Because when you're kids i mean excuse me because me i think when i was a teen i was a kid because i keep saying that i was i was a kid like yeah. when we were teenagers mm -hmm. like you only like the factor that for friendship you it was just based on people you connect to simple playing just being around them that 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 is it but yeah. like making friends in your 20 you have so many factors to consider i'm like yes. okay do i have fun with them yeah okay do they bring something you know in my life do yeah they, they have added value because then as, as i don't know i mean let, let's, <laughs> even, a business. let's like, even add oh, what am i gonna gain to them? is it a connection do they have sometimes you're not even necessarily thinking in that way it's just that you kind of the the, the structure that you're in exactly makes it that's, so that yeah, you that's have what to I think meant. about you know it's not yeah. like you think about it you write it down it's yeah. just in your head that's where you're at yes so like it, it comes into as a factor when you're trying to consider somebody yes and i mean if i had to add one more thing to that yeah for international students mm. you're sitting there making friends with people that are not necessarily in the same uh environment as you are yeah and every time you're talking to them you also have to think about is what i'm doing right now gonna ensure that i don't lose my visa like am i <laughs> yeah, no no i mean <laughs> No, no, not necessarily the drugs. What I mean by that is, you know, yeah. for example, um, you have to choose your friends wisely, especially mm -hmm. as adults. Mm -hmm. And if you fall into a group of people that you really like, you're vibing, you're yeah. enjoying that freedom, you're going out drinking, you're coming home late, you're barely picking up on your classes. That's mm. a very big risk to take as an yeah, international yeah, yeah. student, true, because true. if you do not get you know, that I next year... As, as, a, as, a, as an adult, to be honest, as, I mean, I, true. Yeah. But the thing is, as an international student, you have it's another, another thing, burden. Another layer. That, yeah, 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 you exactly. have another thing that adds itself to your adulthood mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. simply yeah. makes you feel insecure to simply be carefree and make any friendships you can find. Mm. Be, apart from that, yeah, there's also the risk that you might fall into the group that might get you selling drugs and consuming them. <laughs> yep, you yes. might. Yeah. In 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 all the 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 idea of enjoying the freedom and all of that mm. you know so i mean to branch into what you were saying yeah. um there's you know there's lifelong friends and there's seasonal friends and true. what do you think about that true i mean there are people like you meet them mm -hmm. and you know that they're gonna stay in your life forever it yeah. doesn't mean you have to talk all the time or mm. i don't know just be like present in their, in their life like all the time in the day-to-day -day life but mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. they're gonna remain in your life you know yeah you, when you need them they're gonna be there and it's usually i mean in my 
personal opinion, not even an opinion, like in my case, mm-hmm. it's like those people that I met when I was a kid, like people I went to in high school. Mm, I see. Yeah. It's like, you know, those people, yeah, you talk now. It's not like you're, because my, those friends that I, I'm talking about are in Rwanda and I'm here yeah. in France. Yeah. It's not like, you know, I, I hang up with them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I know that they're lifelong friends. If, mm-hmm. You know, they're going to call me up to go in their marriage to go see their kids if they have them. (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I know that, you know, um, they're going to be in my my life, like, you know, for For the long run. Yes. I wish. But, but, you know, I I have some seasonal friends as well. You know, Mm. people that I met, I don't know, when I went, for example, when I went to in Poland to do my exchange year. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, I would consider them as friends, but mm-hmm. it was for that time, it was yeah. the time I was there. Yeah. I enjoyed having them as company, and they enjoyed my company as well. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, I think I believe in that, and people shouldn't feel bad mm-hmm. that they've lost connection with some friends. Cause just try to picture it. You know, sometimes people are just in your life for just a season. You know, yeah. it's just you know that period of time. Yeah. You don't have to make all the people like long life friends. Because yeah. it's impossible. And when you try to hold on to that, mm-hmm. sometimes it gets really hard for because usually it's not like both ways. Yeah. And you feel like you're the one doing the effort to keep the friendship running yeah. and the other end is not. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, to the trap of, yeah. I, I see that. what you mean mm-hmm. and, and I agree to some extent because for mm-hmm. me, actually, the concept of long term uh, friendships and seasonal friendships, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I don't even make a difference in that Mm -hmm. sense of the word because um, in terms of lifelong, I don't know. I just feel like nothing is really that lifelong. Mm. And I mean, it's also from my personal experience. Mm -hmm. I don't think that I've made... um, I mean, there are people that I know unless they really do something or I really do something, Mm -hmm. they're not going to be in my life Mm -hmm. anymore. Now, will they be friends? That's where, for me, the question is. Okay, what do you consider as a friend? So what I consider as a friend, as I said, is someone that I can be able to feel free around. Mm. Someone that I feel like if I, I, don't know, I'm depressive Mm. someday and I really feel like I'm hitting a wall, I can, yes, or I would message them up and I know for a fact Mm. that the answer would not be, oh, that's sad, you know? (laughs) So, you know, so those are friends to me. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I feel like when you say lifelong, I don't really see it Mm -hmm. like being like, oh, I'm sure that these people will definitely stay like that. Mm -hmm, For now, mm -hmm. there are people that I kind of see like that, kind of, but I know that there's the possibility that, who knows, three months from now, we can ghost each other mm. and I will not have that person anymore. So for okay. me, I don't really see lifelong r- friendships like that. Oh, the, like, I'm by in your life. I'm not going anywhere. I'm getting blackmailed. <laughs> <laughs> She's got some stuff on me. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not, you know, if you ghost me, it all goes public. People... If I come here to the podcast and be like, oh, actually, Axel ghosted me. So you people just, I'm, know, gonna, I'm going to be releasing some shit. Some really Sorry. goofy stuff. <laughs> Sorry. No, but honestly, yes, I do believe yeah. that, that people can stay in your life. But as friends, mm-hmm. that's where the question mark comes mm-hmm. for me. Because I feel like actually, um, from personal experience, all my friendships have been seasonal. Yeah, They've been rather that, seasonal. That's the question I was going to ask you. Like, yeah. how many people do you still talk with like who why like i don't know your, your, your 
close not friends. childhood friends, but yeah. people who you knew before your twenties, for example. Yeah. <laughs> No one. <laughs> no, actually, there's just one blood, person. But yeah. there's just one person that we recently ca- caught up together. Yeah. The others, it comes and goes. Like if they have a birthday, I wish them happy birthday. Mm-hmm. But do we still talk like we used to? Not really. Uh, like, and I mean, and, the, yeah. and for me, that's where that's where when I do some self reflection, mm-hmm. I'm convinced that the way that I approached friendships mm. was just I I never clearly defined how I was supposed to approach friendships. Mm-hmm. So, see, that's that's one of those things you're not supposed to know. It's <laughs> yep. best if you do, but you're not supposed to know. Yeah. It's it's things that you pick up. Like, you know, you know exactly, when you're having yeah. fun with someone, you're sitting there thinking to yourself, oh, they make me feel this way. For me, it was never that. Mm. But that's also, that also comes from a personal uh, point of view where I always felt like I had to be likable to people. Mm-hmm. So the moment they barely caught off contact with me, I would step back completely and I would forget that maybe, I mean, because I never picked it up, mm-hmm. that maybe I brought something to their lives, you know. And so I would feel like people are seeking me out mm-hmm. um, for something, but I couldn't tell what that thing was. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. so that, that has made most of my friendships seasonal because it was because we were in high school together. Because we were in the same class, because I was a very bubbly person, still am. Mm-hmm. I, I was someone who talked to everyone. I had stories for everyone. Yeah. I mean, I could literally interact with anyone. And then so when I, when I came to France and I went through a little bit of a hard moment. And so I, I, I admit, I went through a phase where I kind of cut off everyone. Mm. I don't feel like people had reached a point where they felt comfortable to push and actually come into my life. Yeah. And st- and say no, I care about you, and I know you care about me, even though right now you don't want to show it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I never built that bond with anyone, and and that's that's why most of my friendships ended up being seasonal. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, it wasn't exactly the same. Mm. My experience, my personal experience, but I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. Like coming and cutting everybody off because mm-hmm. we kind of did that. But me being delusional, people, <laughs> you know, I was like, after coming from my black hole, I came back and pretended like nothing happened, you know, yeah. and slid back in people's life. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I mean, I guess, yeah, I kind of was like a little bit connected to those friends that I'm talking about more. Yeah. I mean, I've lost some other connection as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I guess they weren't like established as those but, ones. Were, yeah. Because yeah. see, you came back. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. The thing with me is that once we spent that much time not talking, mm-hmm. I, I honestly have a, how do you call it again? The thing about forgetting? Uh, amnesia. amnesia. <laughs> yeah. I have amnesia when it comes to situations with people. Mm. Like if if I go through a phase where I don't talk to you anymore and I feel ashamed that I didn't talk to you for so long, mm. I will have amnesia about any good moment we had. I will completely forget mm. it. So if I completely forgot it, the shame is going to be so bad mm-hmm. that I will not even be able to pick up no, the phone and text I see, you. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. when I start texting you, that I will have this <laughs> nagging voice in my head like, how the hell do you think you can barge into someone's life <laughs> like that? Like you're coming back, like nothing happened. Yeah. Are you really being for real? You know, you know I have, I mean, for me, it, it's so crazy because I have people mm-hmm. 
I'm so ashamed. If I don't <laughs> respond to your text after a week, I'm like, I'm never going to respond to you again. So yeah. the people think I'm horrible. I'm a horrible human being. Ghost. I feel like I've ghosted them. But internally, it's the shame. And yeah. be like, who do you think you are? You can like disappear and come back in people's life. Exactly. But I also have those other people that I know, no matter what, they I still can go and then come back, you know. Yeah. Some people that come in your life as long life friends mm-hmm. and some and some other as seasonal friends and we should learn to accept that yeah. and not blame anybody not yourself or not the other person and if you don't feel like you're making lifelong friends you, nothing's wrong with you exactly yeah, you yeah. just need to find your people and sometimes it might take a lifetime to do that who knows yeah. you maybe you find your lifelong friend on your deathbed exactly. <laughs> and none of the two is better than the other it's just yeah. something that happened you know some yeah. people connect for a season that's true for actually yeah that, that's there's none like none of the two should be considered as the best exactly. like oh yeah i don't have long life friends it's something to be ashamed of no that, that, that is something to really yeah. emphasize like mm. Lifelong friends are are not any better than seasonal friends. Exactly, Matter of fact, yeah. seasonal friends might be more impactful <laughs> than yeah. lifelong ones. Yeah. Because they are there in, in the that, in the moment, exactly. in the heat of the moment. Yeah. And also, yeah, and if also you thought you had a lifelong friend and it breaks off, that's also okay. Yeah. It's okay to think that something was supposed to be a lifelong... Well, you're not supposed to know that. The one exactly. thing um, you're not supposed to know. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to know. Yeah. Uh, but now that you hear it from us, sup- be you're expected to expect that it might happen. I mean, it's not even like because when we say you're not supposed to know, it's not like there is timing to know that you know. Yeah. Long life friends might become seasonal. Yeah. Or you can't tell that someone is seasonal, but mm-hmm. like what you like you want to be ready is like accepting yeah. that you know yeah it hurts it hurts because you know you 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 thought it was like you know for a long run but yeah. you know you see it like decreasing the intensity the calls the connection it's no longer there and yeah. you be like oh my god you know and, I I, and now when there. they call you're kind of like ah them again yeah not know. even no maybe it would be the other way around you you yeah, want true. to call them and yeah. then and then they're not they're picking like, oh, up yeah, they're not actively yeah being active as before yeah and um so as well when when we say you're not supposed to know i feel like we also want to emphasize that you have to not blame yourself at exactly. all you have to remember you weren't supposed to know and it still happened it doesn't mean that it will be any easier but mm-hmm. take that off that. <laughs> yeah but at, <laughs> at no point should you ever carry the idea that it was your fault exactly unless you really messed up and you're like oh mm-hmm. you obviously messed up you yeah. know yeah if you did ask for forgiveness people yes <laughs> if you betrayed your friend if you know you you overstepped the boundary if you i don't know you did something as obvious as you lied to them mm. or or you know you literally betrayed them like you knew there was something that was a deal breaker and you still went out of your way and and you know did it in that case apologize and understand that you might have ruined something good Mm. and if it's really not the case and it's just that one day they just cut you off also understand that sometimes it's not about you Mm-hmm. sometimes it's them and they might be going through something where they don't feel like they can trust anyone in this world or you know they're going through the same myopia exactly. that i do yeah, you know like that in yeah. that season yeah, yeah they're, they're saying, in that you know, season yeah. of, of having myopia and when they come back it's also okay to be like 
I will hold you at a distance. You know, your yeah. your trust has been breached. You're not supposed to know. So don't blame yourself. And if if there's if there's like you don't sometimes you don't even have to blame anyone. So sometimes you just there's have no to be to like, blame. well, yeah. this is life. You know, exactly. This I is... mean that that is how I see life. Yeah. To be honest, it's like you know, things happen. Shit happen. Yeah. You know, you meet people people those people meet new people so you know you're not on the same like threshold as you were before you know yeah. longer close as you were before and it kind of sucks when you see that you see them enjoying other friends the yeah. way you sh- like they're doing the same shit you used to do like mm-hmm. oh my god they took my bitch you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes yes that it happens hurts. It like, does, oh my it god you know and it really, it really yeah hurts. It, it hurts but it, and it hurts more when you you don't have those friends like yes. you don't have other friends yeah you get to you be like oh my god I thought this was our thing yeah but to be honest there's nothing that is your thing cause yes. you know it's like you know they're having fun you should be happy for them yeah theoretically and, and, and that, that is such a great segue into our next point which yeah. is gonna be making connections but one last thing that I'm gonna say before we move on to that point is mm-hmm. um, if you're the friend that has been betrayed it's okay to take your distance. It's okay to take your space. You're yeah. not wrong for feeling your feelings. Uh, it doesn't matter if your friend circle is telling you, oh, but it wasn't that big of a deal. If mm. it feels like it was a big deal to you, then it's definitely a big deal. And, you know, it's easier said yes. than done. Like People if they don't be under- petty. Yes. If that's what you have to do to, to heal, just be petty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If you want to be petty, <laughs> if you want to take your distance. Yeah. If you're going to be petty, though, remember that, you know, they are also entitled to their reaction to your pettiness. So, you know, yes, it's, it's, it's something that you step in there, you know what you're going for. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it's, it's not easy to find yourself on your own. And that is why we're going to talk about making connections right afterwards. Mm-hmm. But take your distance. Don't let your boundaries be just broken. Like, take your time. Learn if you have to how to maintain your boundaries. And don't let anyone question your decisions and your emotions, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, as you know, as I was saying, you know, making connection is really hard. Mm-hmm. Like you know, in your twenties, after tell me about it. After <laughs> you, after <laughs> after high school, after especially uh, if you changed an environment completely, yes. if you changed the country, if you changed a continent, a continent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's really hard because, like, you're meeting entirely new people, meeting new people. I mean, like you have like culture difference mm-hmm. uh, language differences yes. like everything like different yes. point of view and stuff you know you're like and Ooh. when we say culture there are really subtle things that we, we are kind of forgetting mm-hmm. because um <laughs> when we say culture it's literally how you are in society yeah. how you interact with people how you carry yourself the jokes you make the, <laughs> yeah. the comments you make um, the way you understand jokes. Even the way you hug people. Like, yes, okay, yeah. yes, people. Yes, people. Just you... for a disclaimer, oh like today we met a, a, a person. <laughs> <laughs> a person. <laughs> a person from Rwanda. And, you yeah. know, it made me realize how, like in these past years that I'm here, that I've been here, mm-hmm. how I've changed actually. Because yeah. to me, I thought I was still, you know, the old me who yeah. came, you know, I was, I'm still, you know, bubbly you know happy you know enthusiastic blah 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 but actually 
it, it changes and yeah. you don't you see don't it coming it. you don't realize yeah. it until you see someone who was like you and be like oh my god i've changed a bit yeah, yeah i've moved on. and it feels yeah. nice you know to see someone who still have that yeah not that i don't think that no, well you adapted yeah, to your environment it doesn't mean like yeah, changing it's, is like, bad, it's bad. You no, know, it's, it's not. bad but you know yeah. I mean to me like yeah. like today it felt really good to see someone who still have that I'm like oh my god this is so nice you yeah, know yeah. being happy and bubbly and whatever yeah and, be, so, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's great that we got to return it because when she told me that I was like yeah it's great to see someone who's that bubbly but you know sometimes you're maybe you're not that bubbly anymore because you met a lot of people that weren't that weren't receptive yes. and, yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's great to be the person that can let that person yeah, be a bit yeah, more yeah, bubbly yeah. you know and and um i was also gonna say mm. about, about exactly like it's kind of different but it's like a story yeah when i first arrived <laughs> in france i remember this morning um we had just like come for the class mm. and everyone was like saying hi mm. and you know french people kiss chicks <laughs> Yeah. And I'm not a kiss person. <laughs> and I remember this guy just pulling up and just pulling his cheek in front of me. And I froze. I froze because I was like, what is he expecting me to do? I don't know you like that, you know? Yeah. And and he was just like, you know, I was like, yeah, but I don't know you like that, you know? <laughs> and tell him that. No, I didn't say that. Okay, good. But I mean, I did stare at him. You know, I was still carrying my emotions on my face very much <laughs> in that time. And I just feel like he was weirded off. I was weirded off. And it was just that little moment. But afterwards, I apologized. I was like, honestly, it's nothing against you. I, I'm just not a kiss person, naturally. Yeah. And when you just pull up to my face with your cheek right in front of my face, mm-hmm. I feel a bit, whoa. <laughs> you know, I would love to give you that kiss. But, you know, I'm afraid you're going to read it the wrong way. Because I think you're going to read it the wrong way. <laughs> Which, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the, that, that way of being and, and changing environments and, and that, you know, because when we say culture, yeah. it's not just the food. It's not just, yeah. you know, the outfits. And, and like the friendship even you make is entirely different. Because yeah. I remember when I and like have just arrived, like the friendships that I made in my first year here, mm-hmm. they were entirely, I mean, I can call them seasonal. Not mm-hmm. that, not even that friendship. I think I would call them like, acquaintances in that oof, sense you know? oof oof please uh, her no, friends I, I hope you're not listening no, at that <laughs> no. moment he felt like that because I was like you know I'm just here to study mm-hmm. you know I'm so focused I'm like you know these are people you know you meet at school you go to class together you sit in you know together you eat together but you know they're just that because yeah. I still like resolve that place in my heart of friendship to those friends that I left in random yeah feeling like okay yeah no 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 it These didn't look friend. like because i was so like scared that. exactly because the thing i was so scared of being okay if i let other people in i'm gonna forget Lose. my friends yeah yeah i'm gonna forget yeah. my friends so yeah. i was like no you guys are the people that i meet here you're the school. people i eat with i eat with you <laughs> we sit together but i have my friends you know yeah uh, i don't even know, you know my friends uh, you know like uh, my friend like i think you know her amelie yeah Shout out to Amelie if she ever hears this. Yeah, whoop, whoop, we love you. <laughs> so point, she was like, you know what? I used to feel that, you know, at, at breaks, I was like calling my, my random friends. Like, hi, what's up? I was trying really to keep up with them. Yeah. And she was like, you know, I felt like, you know, you didn't really open up. It was like, you know, they were mean. I wasn't really seeing that. I was like, you know, we hang. Yeah. But then they considered me as a friend. But yeah. Me, I considered them as people like, I ate with. Why is she pushing us away? <laughs> I considered them as people I ate with. So like, you know, <laughs> you're like, you guys will have great food together but i got That's friends it. <laughs> That's it, you know. so yeah. you know changing environment really really like yeah. changes the way you see 
like friends and it's yeah. a challenge to make new friends because you Oof. still like you still hold those places for your friends and then yeah. you don't know where you are and who you are so making friends it's because yeah i've got a Go completely ahead. different experience with that because mm -hmm. for me when i left rwanda um i kind of like immediately lost contact with most of my friends yeah. um i was still dating someone from rwanda at the, at the moment so it was <laughs> yes <laughs> it was the only person Sorry. i was talking to at, at, the, at the time and i mean i did try to keep contact with my friends we had a group and um i remember though it was not as strong like mm. i we didn't literally break off contact there goes my amnesia again <laughs> we, we weren't like literally like, breaking on the plane, contact bye <laughs> i was like i'm done with you guys no 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 it wasn't like that um we were we, we had a, a whatsapp group but we were not active you know mm. it feels like we since we couldn't see each other's reaction in life mm, we were yeah. very guarded up when mm. we came back to talking to each other especially because um our friendships had gone through ups and downs and we had had moments where our trust got you know rocky mm. and so we didn't even know how to chill with each other anymore and i feel like we were also trying to figure things out and we weren't sure that the other person was going to feel cool with how we were you know how, who we were becoming mm -hmm. so in that moment um i didn't really make friends there wasn't really a particular person in my class that actively sought to get to know me. Mm. Um, maybe also because of, of, of who I am as a person. I mean, I, I do not entirely blame it on my classmates. No. Uh, what <laughs> no, do you mean? What do you mean? What I mean that? is, so overall in my life, uh, mm. I've been to new places three times, basically. Mm -hmm. When I first got into high school, into boarding school, yeah. um, shout out to you know, Jimana. <laughs> so <laughs> we're not going to shout out all the schools. Are we? Um, no, okay, I'm going to stop. But you know, when I first got there and then there was the switch to uh, my second boarding school and then there was switching when I came here to France. Mm -hmm. So the first time I switched to my, when I was 12, mm -hmm. I remember that when I arrived at that school, I pretty much had the same situation where I didn't really have friends um, because I was this kind of a bit nerdy person. Mm -hmm. And so I also didn't attach. I naturally, I'm someone who doesn't attach unless we actively hang out. Most of the time, I'm going to be a great person, but yeah. I'm going to be an acquaintance. I'm going to be fleeing. Like mm -hmm. I'm going to be a fleeting yeah. person. So when I arrived in France and that part of me played a, a very immense part and also partly because for me, it's not that I didn't want to lose friends. I didn't want to lose myself, like culturally. Mm -hmm. culturally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I was very reserved. And oh, so, yeah. and, and another thing about me. a good connection about what I was going to say. After yeah, I, I, was, I was extremely reserved and people would invite me to bars and I didn't want to go because I did not realize it, but I was very judgmental mm -hmm. when I first arrived mm -hmm. to France. I was someone who had my ways, had my path. And I was not very open to get out of my comfort zone. I thought in my head, I was open to listening to other people's comfort zone, but mm -hmm. to mentally step out of my bubble. Exactly. And mm -hmm. yes, and, and, and so I had this image of what bars were, of what clubs were, mm -hmm. and, and, and what was expected of me in relation to them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I lost a lot of connecting time, a lot of like connection to my classmates. They, they got to experience things when they exactly. were out That's together. Right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be clear, I mean, mm. okay, I don't, I mean, 
just a disclaimer mm-hmm. i left rwanda when i was 18 yeah. just just stepped into my adult hood yeah same in quotations i literally think it was an adult i literally left three months after turning 18. yeah same yeah. no i mean not saying it was like seven six months yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but still i was like you know if like all my teenage i was in high school mm-hmm. i was in boarding school yeah. sorry i was in boarding school so i didn't really get to experience any social events yeah. outside uh, structured environment it's yeah. like you know you had a school you had studies and that's it yeah. so no like you know experiencing what you liked or whatever so yeah. getting moving from rwanda and coming to france where oh, you have all your freedom like no, just that, yeah, all, all of, of it you, you of have it. the internet at the tip of your hands you have everything at the tip yeah, of your hands yeah you don't even wish. live in your parents house so you mm-hmm. have all the freedom so it was overwhelming it was too much mm-hmm. and being raised in a random culture if i can say it like that mm-hmm. adding catholic <laughs> household <laughs> yes so you have so many things so you're struggling into understanding what should I do with this mm-hmm. with this freedom that I've already like I've acquired yeah <laughs> randomly like suddenly suddenly <laughs> yeah. now I have like what's everything right and, so you, yeah. you you're debating with yourself so should I go out but you know this is not right I shouldn't where are the limits bars, you know like, exactly yeah. you're like if I do go out how how do I know that I'll get home yeah. safe who do I trust so, you know you and know. in a country you don't know anyone that's mm-hmm. the thing you don't know anyone and you cannot even say I know the social codes of this place you I know not. yes I yeah, know yeah, how yeah. to decline a drink when they offer it to me mm-hmm. so I know I won't be drunk at the end of the night you're just like okay so I'm gonna go and they're gonna be like ease up drink up and then you're gonna be drunk and then they don't even know you they're gonna drop you on the street <laughs> and a boom you see, that's how it starts and that's how it ends. Like, yes. You know, yeah. a, a kid coming from, you know, from, a close-up family. Yeah. She goes out one night and then she ends up getting drunk and drugged and raped. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. You and start then, seeing all the bad And, and all of a sudden, so. you know, you're off the path. You can't even, like, ensure that you study. And now, whoa, you've broken <laughs> and your parents' she's heart. She's yeah. in birth and then she's living in the park. <laughs> yeah you know oh you God. you get you get to these situations where mentally you just feel like oh my Lord, sorry. especially because the, compared to like when you compare the french culture and the rwandan culture we're more of a closed-minded culture mm-hmm. so and and we've all we i mean we generally visualize what happens when someone who's closed-minded meets someone who's open-minded and the closed-minded oh person is willing to see the open-minded person's perspective mm. we're just like oh my god i don't know where i'm gonna put the limits you know yeah, yeah, and that trauma. really closes you off and i yeah. feel like i was a bit standoffish with people sometimes and i mean i didn't mean to be they were just collateral damage to be honest <laughs> i didn't sorry. mean to be so yeah i'm really sorry that i mean i feel like there were people that really tried sometimes mm. to get to mm. know me there are connections that i made um unfortunately they are not yeah. anymore at my yeah. school yeah. so that it's just like there are people that and and it's understandable i i wouldn't want a snobbish um <laughs> girl from i don't even know where to, <laughs> to come here yeah, and you yeah, know yeah. i mean not that I, I don't think my classmates thought i was i mean some of them maybe <laughs> <laughs> but honestly yeah. yeah so i had a very different um experience from yours in that mm-hmm. I would be the the representation of not being able to make connection in your, connections in your twenties. 
because yeah. because every I think I've heard a lot of people that their general feedback was, oh Excel she's cool we like yeah. her you know you she's know, fun all, not my friends like people from my class mm-hmm. all of them think you're cool even my friends think you're cool actually yeah, yeah. but unfortunately uh, after going through that first year where I was a bit standoffish with mm. people and. I just feel like I closed my oh and we're going to talk about that as well like the hardships of actually overcoming yourself because we say step out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. but sometimes it's not even comfort sometimes it's fear basically yeah, you're yeah, you're yeah. scared these people are not going to get me I've already like people have already Put pushed me far there. you yeah, know yeah. And, and like they've pushed me out you don't even want to go back you're kind of disgusted by the whole <laughs> process of it you're yeah. just like you know I mean yeah I mean, just to close off like this part of making connection, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not even an advice. What I can say about, you know, trying to make the connection, just try a little bit to go out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You know, just accept that, you know, you're changing, mm-hmm. but don't close off all people. Try new things, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. just go out. If someone like invites you to, you know, an event, yeah. just, you know, I'm not telling you people to just do something you're uncomfortable with mm-hmm. that's not what i'm saying yeah i'm saying just try just try to see their point of view and try to put yourself out there yeah it, it's not a guarantee that it's going to work out mm-hmm. you're probably gonna go out there you're gonna be uncomfortable yeah or you're gonna go out there and have fun yeah. you don't know so yeah. if you don't try you're never gonna find out you know yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. or try new stuff like you know hobbies yeah. i mean i know it's difficult when I mean, I, I don't know why I feel like I'm, I'm telling people when I come to France <laughs> or I'm moving like, from their countries to go abroad. But, you know, I'm saying mm-hmm. just in general, if you've changed your environment, you know, yeah. in your 20s, because usually most of us change environment, you know, mm-hmm. move from different cities, from your parents' place, go to uni or to new job prospects. Yeah. Do not try new hobbies. You have something that you enjoy, just try to find it. Usually because yeah. you have something at least to fall back. Yeah. You know, if you go to a dance class, you know, if you don't connect to the people, at least you have your dance, you know, yeah. at least, you know. Yeah. Go to poetry class. At least if you don't meet people, you have your poetry, you know. Yeah. Just you have a safety net to be like, at least I didn't meet people, but I enjoyed doing that. Yeah. You know, just try that. You know, events, go out there, you know. And my advice following yours, which was, mm-hmm. it was really great and it's very right, um so for me my advice would center on the fact of when you try and it doesn't work because mm-hmm. uh, that has happened yeah always always give yourself grace exactly. it's it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not worth it to beat yourself up I, I mean i've tried trust me it's <laughs> it's really not worth it yeah. you can sit there and think there's something wrong with me it's not worth it because you're just gonna come to the same conclusion. If there's something wrong with you, there's a thousand people in this world who has things that are wrong with them. And they still have friends. So it's definitely not that. It must not be that. It's definitely because you haven't found your circle. Mm -hmm. And so when we say go out and you know, you schedule that dance class and then you reach that 30 minute like line where you're almost at the dance class and yeah, I don't wanna go. and you don't want to go and yeah. you still go and you're at the dance class and you hate it even the dance is not fun and you're not making connections with anyone yeah. that's okay go home it will hurt just go again go yeah. again mm. up until you manage because the thing is we talk about comfort and so when we it's a very tricky thing to navigate because sometimes you have defense mechanisms that mesh themselves with your comfort. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to notice that. 
Yeah. And and going back on the thing that I said last time, <laughs> awareness. So mm-hmm. it's and once you're aware of something, also be okay with things. Life does not have a blueprint, you know. It's it's okay. You you tried to be open, you know, someone invited you out, you went, you thought it was going to be bad, and then you went and it was really terrible. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. You know, it's you know, it doesn't have to become a self-fulfilling prophecy every time you go out. Mm. Someday you're randomly going to be out. Someone will have pulled you out and you'll be like, "Uh, oh, I don't hate these people. I don't hate being around people, you know?" Because yeah. I did go through that phase where I was like, "Eh, hey, maybe people are just not for me." And then I found <laughs> out, "No, you're a people. So people <laughs> must be for you." You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so basically for me it's like if it didn't work and it's not working right now, the frustration is normal, but you're not allowed to give up. You're not. Because <laughs> you're because, have yeah, not. Because if you give up, guess what? It's only going to get worse from there. So yeah. don't. Because really <laughs> navigating your 20s without friends yeah. is harder yeah. than navigating them with friends. Because at least you have someone you know, threat with. I, yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, yeah. Worst case scenario, and it's actually it's not the worst case scenario. Mm. Best case scenario you be your own friend start there because i actually had been having a conversation with someone recently where they said that you should be your own best friend because you're the longest like you're you're the friend that has known yourself (laughs) longest and And you're never gonna i mean you're never gonna get rid of yourself but i disagreed with that because i say you know you're your longest friend because you think you've known yourself forever but are you Mm -hmm. really your friend when did you befriend yourself and actively care? Yeah. Yeah. I was sick. Well, the way I took care, like me, yeah. I took it is like you know I don't know. Uh, you're you're never gonna get rid of yourself. Me and it's my true. internal self, we are not friends because oh, we're the, I was getting there in disagreement. We yeah. like it's rare that we agree on on a, on a thing. Yeah, like, and you're you still know, gonna like, go work. Yeah, the inside is like go work. The outside is like nah, I don't wanna. <laughs> you know, usually yeah. like we don't really align. Like, yeah. But if but you, you, if you manage guess, to yeah. be your own friend in those moments where, you know, you're getting formal and you're seeing other people be, have friends and, you mm-hmm. know, live this life, like these big parts of life together mm-hmm. as friends, when you manage to befriend yourself, you learn to, when you're not giving yourself grace, to be able to, that part of you that is your friend, to say, but you're still okay. I still love you, you know, mm-hmm. I'm still rooting for you yeah. and you're going to keep going. Like, you don't have those people around you, but you have you, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Because your survival instinct already does that, but your brain, like, you that survival instinct, yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes can actually become your problem when it starts fighting against you because your brain is being your worst enemy, giving you FOMO and anxiety. Yes. Even so, sometimes it protects you, but it's like, we tried going out the yeah. first time, do not work, like, stay in. Yeah, so it, it corrupts you. Because yeah. it's but, fighting yeah. your human nature to look for social connection. Mm-hmm. And so... The best thing you can do while you wait to find those connections yeah. is to befriend yourself. And and I'm not even I'm really not talking about all those solo dates and 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 finding yourself. I mean, it's no, great. It's it. great. But when you look for yourself and you find yourself, learn to befriend yourself. You know, yeah. to care for yourself. And we can close up that section now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, you know, it, like sustaining relationships what do you think about that like sustaining like i'm bad at it (laughs) (laughs) like uh, other relationships or you know in in 20s as you know you grow and you have a lot of stuff you you don't know or you're supposed to know but you don't know actually you're not even supposed to know these things because if you cannot place a goalpost on this thing Mm -hmm. that's why you're not supposed to know but um sustaining relationships honestly 
get over the shame mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. over the shame get over the guilt okay you didn't talk to them because you didn't feel like it so what tell them that <laughs> yeah. you know like i mean it depends you know you have to know your friends as well you yeah know? that's what i was gonna say because yeah. you can't i mean there's you can tell me I, i don't feel like talking to you now but it's the way you say, you say it, it yes. and like the base the foundation yes. of a relationship check yourself you know you know mm-hmm. it's that thing that you know i mean not to bring um catholicism into the thing or anything <laughs> but i don't even think it's a catholic thing but you know when they used to tell us that before you say something you should think about it seven times in your head before it comes out yeah you know I, i'm not the saying Bible like thing. overthink everything mm-hmm. but what i mean is here when you're going to um tell your friends something like i need space yeah you should be able since i'm supposing you care about your friend yeah you should be able to know that well, yeah that when you say it you're not gonna hurt them exactly or i don't know yeah except like accept the consequences that yes come that's from your decision yeah. yeah i mean you need space but maybe they needed you in that moment so yeah. You have to be ready. Ooh, ooh, that thing, that thing. If you decide to put yourself first, you have to yeah. accept that your friends might choose to put themselves first. Yeah. But like, okay, so if you don't want to talk to me in the moment, mm-hmm. I feel like I want to talk to you. Maybe you're not my friend that yeah. much. Yeah. So you should accept. It, it sucks, yeah. But mm-hmm. like in your 20s, we are trying to figure out who we are. So yeah. it's not only you, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the true. other person on the other end is trying as well. So you might Ooh. feel see, see, yeah. the, see <laughs> this is where it gets really fun uh-huh. uh, I'm really tr- gonna try not to get philosophical about it uh-huh. but this is the part where when you're like balance is key uh-huh. because yeah. in that moment you have to be able to communicate with your friend and that's where friendships really become something you need to know how to define that's where it breaks all the builds actually yes yeah. because yeah. because you we talked in the beginning about friendship about being authentic when you're with this person mm-hmm. so when you when that person has really become your friend and you've kind of cultivated this friendship from the roots mm-hmm. you know how you're gonna present it this to them and you know what responses might come back and you know how to prepare yourself appropriately mm-hmm. when you have this person that you've created a bond with that seems to be deep and out of nowhere one day you You tell them you're never there for me articulate that when you tell What someone that thinks that yeah, they've yeah, been yeah. there for you and you turn around and you tell them you've, you've not been there for me yeah what do you define as being there for you exactly. <laughs> because in that moment is where you actually want to hear if they weren't going through something as well you know yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, i know as humans we're pretty selfish you know mm. you you're like how could you not be there for me i have had friends who had other friends um, kind of ghost them and when they came with all the anger in that moment they were able to learn that the other friend was going through hell you know and I, I have lost a dear friend because I failed actually to see that mm-hmm. maybe they were going through something yeah. I failed to understand because I it seemed to me that our friendship was deeper than than what I imagined mm-hmm. so one day they weren't there for me in a moment where they were kind of promised they were going to be there. Mm-hmm. So when I well I kind of cut them off. And since I'm someone who's pretty considerate and understanding, they reached out again and they said I know you to be someone who is very nice to people you don't even know. 
Mm. How can you yeah. not extend that favor to, to me? me? You know? And we sat down and we talked. And when I recounter those moments in my head, there was a lot of ego going on between us. And I really failed to see that she was going through something that even I, as a friend, could have not yeah, seen her through. Yeah. You know? And I failed. And, and she failed to, to clearly articulate that. And that's where I'm like, we both failed. In that moment, I could have put my ego aside. But she didn't put hers aside, and I didn't put mine aside. I feel like you know? we should really be more compassionate in our twenties, because we are trying to ah, see. This is the word I was trying to find in my head to set mm-hmm. boundaries. Yeah, you are trying to develop yourself, find your grounding. Mm-hmm. If you can put it in that way, because mm-hmm. you just yeah gained your freedom. So it's yeah. like okay, this is what I'm trying to build mm-hmm. as a foundation for myself. Yeah. So you'd be like, okay, yeah, now me, I'm like this. So if you don't fit mm-hmm. in my schedule, yeah. you're gone. Oh, yeah. But it's yeah. not like that. It's not like you that. you end up at 25 with no friends. You might even have friends, but, but yeah. they might all be fleeting. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that, like, they they yeah. might even be great friends. Yeah. I mean, but, but no, you're but very lucky. Tra- if, if, yeah, you, yeah, if you, yeah, if you yeah, act right, like I'm that. I'm trying to say, yeah. like, being compassionate. Like, try, as you're trying to figure yourself out... Mm-hmm. just try to see that the other person is trying to figure themselves out as well yeah and you know let's try not to be too selfish or if I mean, you're selfish you know be proud of it honestly i, mean, I, I would not. i would not even stop at compassionate i would even say kill the ego kill that the ego because really it's, it's it's yeah it's i know not something easy to do i know and i agree with that i mean i failed i literally just told you how i failed to do mm. that um but i think when it's your ego Yes. Playing around like in in a situation like this, mm. you like, it's not easy. You you will probably even fail in the moment, but make sure that the shame and guilt that will follow will not stop you. Because why do we feel shame and guilt? It's because of our ego. Mm-hmm. So when because you you're wounded, you're like, uh, you're ashamed that someone of a high stature like you could actually do this thing that it's so stupid, you know. Yeah. Or you feel guilty because you're like, ah, I'm a bad person. It's still your ego that's mm-hmm. talking in that moment. So for me, it's not just the, 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 it is the compassion. It's being considerate. But it's also being able to read your friends, you know, emotionally. Because I think that's ultimately what connects you. And if you're not on that level, I mean, you have friends that, yeah, <laughs> they're just business friends, you know, they are yeah. work friends. It's, yeah. don't forget that. And you say the also boundaries, you know. Uh, know how you met your friends, where you met them, read yeah, them. You that's know, that's for us. Like season of friends, that accept that you're going to have business friends, you yeah. know, school friends, and yeah. there's nothing wrong about that. It's yeah. just you know, it's the context of your yeah. friendship, and don't uh don't expect mm-hmm. something more from your business friend. Yeah. Your business friend is on, it's not going to be your relationship advice friend. If you ex like you don't expect something from yeah, someone don't expect, yeah. you don't have that. Yeah. Like that laid out in your I, I, like, unless friendship. unless you manage to both agree communicatively yeah. that you wanna jump into that and you will know that will yeah. happen organically. Don't force it. Exactly. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know, effective communication. When you talk yeah. to people, you know, I don't know, just try to make sure that you know the structure of your your friendship. Yeah. Or relationship yeah, you have with them, and for, then you know, you know. Yeah, for all yeah. you know, a really close, lifelong relate like friendship, can from one day to the other become an acquaintance, 
And exactly. so, yeah. Or the other way around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. can become a friend. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and then that's where we reach the point of you can be open to things without telling yourself that you're going to lose all your limits. Mm-hmm. I, well, I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> I literally came in a very judgmental mindset. I love the oops. Oh, ooh, yes, because nice. I just remembered it now and we were yeah. talking about it. And, and you have to understand that with friendships, with people, we're so unpredictable. Mm. We learn all the time. Like the way you learn and you're looking to be a better person is how the other person is doing it as well. And who knows, maybe them being a better person means cutting you off, you know? So you got to be open to the to the boundless possibilities of all of this. Yeah. But um if anything so in terms of sustaining um like relationships, I mean friendships, mm-hmm. it really is about being open to growth. Have a growth mindset. Yeah. Do not set yourself, especially in your 20s, do not set yourself into anything. You know, I see some people that reflect back on 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 when they turn 25, they reflect back on their early 20s, they're like their friends I shouldn't have had. I do not entirely agree with that. No. Uh, you had them and you had to learn. You yeah, know? exactly. It's and like thing, relationships. Yeah. Like good on you yeah. for, for knowing when it was no longer sustainable. Yeah. But also, when you know that a friendship is no longer sustainable, please communicate it. Mm-hmm. For, for all you know, like, I, I, don't, I, I don't know how most of us see it, but I see it as when someone reaches a point where at some time they were your friend and you call them your friend yeah in the in the sense of how we defined it mm-hmm. you care for them yeah so if you reach a point where you don't really care about how they feel um i just feel like at some point you're going to come back to think about how they felt you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so don't leave things like don't leave um how, how do they call it again um you know don't leave them without closure you know yeah, but uh, yeah, it's a hard thing to do. I mean, maybe maybe I'm I must totally agree because I mean I agree, but mm-hmm. it all depends to the nature of your relationship. That's what I keep True. saying. True, I agree. You cannot tell me you had a season of friend like a friend at school, and mm-hmm. then after school is done, and then come back and trying to give them closure because it's, you know, it's something that was there, and you know, it naturally. It took like natural nature took its course, you know. It yeah. ended. It's not like you're going to come back. That's what I'm, I was trying to but, get but, at. Like mu- mutual effort. If yeah. you know, just you know, put the effort in your friendship or the relationship mm-hmm. with someone who's willing to do the same. Don't yeah. break your back, back and forth trying to make something work. If you see, because it's not a relationship, or yeah. it's not even like. I mean, it's a, it's a friendship. You're going to make other friends, you know? I don't know. I mean, no, friendship's hard. Friendship no, breakups they do. can hurt I'm not, I'm worse not saying, than relationships. I'm not saying yeah. that they don't. Yeah. But what we need to accept mm-hmm. and, you know, understand, it's just, you know, it's not the end of the world, you know? People come I mean, in your life and they go. I agree with that. Yeah, you just... But I feel like that's also something you have to agree with on mm-hmm. with with the person um, that you're talking to because, I mean, I'll take my example. Uh, there are friendships that ended mm. in a very abrupt, painful way mm. and I would have loved that closure. And I even attempted okay, to get that closure. Okay, what kind of closure, closure were you, like, expecting? For them to explain why you don't talk anymore? Kind of. or Or to simply not just disappear, you know? Did you try to reach out and they did I not did. reply? I did, and mm-hmm. they didn't, you know. And that, it was in that moment that I re-examined 
what I was seeing, like was what I felt mm-hmm. and what they felt, was this genuine? Did I yes. did I miss something along the lines? And mm. indeed, I did miss some things. I you know sometimes you know friendships can be very much like relationships. You know you can mm-hmm. picture people to be things that they are not. Yeah, that's and, what I'm trying. Yeah. I, I keep emphasizing that. Know the nature. Yeah, know the nature of friendship. Yeah. yeah. If it's a mutual thing, because yeah. sometimes we, yeah, we are delusional. Man. Being delulu, <laughs> sometimes it helps, sometimes it's bad. Yeah, know. yeah. Stay delulu, but not in all situations, because, you know, sometimes, yeah, it's not yeah. the sululu. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm but, going but, too far. Yeah, but no, no yeah, it's like, true. You know, sometimes but, you're delusional about the, like, the nature. Mm-hmm. The other person thinks, like, you know, you're just someone I enjoy spending time with. Yeah too cool there's yeah. nothing added nothing removed mm-hmm. it's just you know you know after school you're yeah. gonna go your way i'm gonna go my way or yeah. you know after this whatever context it is in yeah they don't like you don't hold each other to the same level mm-hmm. but make sure that it's the same thing yeah and communicate yeah yeah but on also i mean i would say on the on the end of the person that feels like it's not that deep mm-hmm I feel as though if this person is really your person. friend, you have a minimal responsibility to, to ask them? you owe it to them. Mm. Yes. To let them know if they're overstepping boundaries, you know, but, instead of yeah. cutting them off no, no, directly. No. But the issue is in friendship. Mm. I mean, that's how I see a little bit the difference between relationship and friendships because mm-hmm. relationships, mm-hmm. it's a kind of closed loop. I mean, mm-hmm. for those who are not in an open relationship, mm-hmm. it's a kind of closed loop. You know that you are with one person, so you yeah. need to communicate everything yeah. you feel. But with friendships, it's mm-hmm. diverse because you can have a group of friends that you have different relationship with in the same yeah. group. Yeah. So it, me, you, you can think that our relationship have this kind of context. Me, I can think it's the other way around. Me, I mean, I, you, I, you can I, I feel agree. like you want me to be your only friend best friend talk to each other all the time yeah or talk to you about a certain thing and me i feel closed to like i feel close to the other person to in this context you know i mean yeah but see that's where i'm saying like if you see that they can't get the clue you're seeing the clues though yeah but don't you think it's um a little not weird but okay for example let me give you a scenario Mm -hmm. uh there is this friend a friend Betty, let's not have Betty. There's Betty and the there is hair. <laughs> and Susan. Yeah, and Susan. Yeah, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Betty loves to come and chat with Susan about you know her relationships, boyfriend, trouble, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But Susan, mm-hmm. you know, she just listens and you know she talks to her about her relationship and give her advice as well. Yeah. But there is, let's call her Nadia. Mm-hmm. And then Betty and Nadia, they talk about work shit, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. the rent about the work, but all the three people work together. Yeah. But, and then at a certain point, Nadia hears Betty and Susan talking about a relationship and she gets vexed that Betty did not talk that to her about the boyfriend issue mm-hmm. and she feels she's left out. Yeah. So what do you think Betty should do? Be like, I'm sorry, don't have this, like this kind of relationship. Don't you no. think that is kind of abrupt? Cause it's like, yeah. That is I mean, I yeah. feel like in that situation, mm-hmm. Betty doesn't even need to be in the discussion because mm-hmm. they should they should clarify. Mm. Look, mm-hmm. I was talking to Nadia 
about this issue that I have because I think she could give me, you know, introspective like insight in this, you know? You mixed the name, but it's okay. I'm, I did. Yes. No, you, you say Betty is Betty talking... and Susan. Uh-huh. Betty, they talk about relationships. Then, yes, and then Betty and, and Nadia. Yeah. So I'm saying like Betty... So, so Susan got angry because no, Betty it's, and it's, Nadia... It's, it's Nadia who got angry because she did not hear about the scoop about the boyfriend. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yes. So she can tell Nadia, you know, I was talking to Betty. So this is where um, either, either you have a relationship where you can clearly tell Nadia, oh, I didn't know that interested you, you know? That sounds like so in the movie. But I don't know. It's in real life. I mean, I mean I'm saying life, like it depends on the relationship. But, but the very diplomatic way to go about mm-hmm. this is to tell Nadia. To tell her your relationship with your boyfriend? The scoop? No, mm-hmm. not necessarily. Mm-hmm. To tell her, look, um, I thought Susan had an advice to give me. You and know? don't you think she's going to be vexed that you don't think she has the advice to That's give? That's her problem. So see, that's where, so see, that's where, that's the where, that's where, that's where, that's where, relationship you had mm, before, or your mm, friendship is going to change because you think you don't trust her. That's okay. It's going to so change. Gonna that's okay. Friend. Not necessary, but that will be, that will be better than saying, oh, Nadia is annoying, you know, because she's asking me about my relationship mm. and I don't want to talk to her about it. You can clarify. No, no, no. But Betty knows something about my boyfriend and she needed to know advice. Like, I, uh, sorry, I needed advice. From oh my god, I'm, I'm getting done. Yes, I'm like no no. What, sorry, I should, Susan. I should write the names of my scenarios before. <laughs> yes, so like no, Betty can clearly tell Nadia. Yeah. there's something specific that Susan needed to tell me. Yeah, but that sounds so like profesh. When you are friends, it's you know it's all tangled up and it's. Do, I mean, do, you, do you know why I say weird. that? Because yeah. even in a very deep friendship, mm-hmm. something that Nadia will understand from that is. There are things that Betty tells Susan that, that she doesn't tell me, you know? And that is true. It, that and is true. That's and then the point I'm it's, to get it's that part yeah. where Nadia is supposed to be like, and that's okay. Yeah. And she doesn't and that's need... that's not Betty's responsibility to clarify and come tell you actually... Absolutely not. I so agree yeah, with that. that's on Nadia then. Yeah, but, it, yeah. but that doesn't mean that Betty should cut off Nadia. No, that's what for I'm, me. That's, that's where no, I don't no, no, agree. That, yeah, I agree with you. Like, but and, Nadia, and when they talk about it, when mm-hmm. Nadia's like, "Why didn't you tell me about your boyfriend?" Betty will be like, "I didn't feel the need to do that." But the nature is gonna change. That's what I'm trying to say. So like, Betty should be ready for it, that. No, though. the saying it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. The saying it. Mm-hmm. You should really even even before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what's going on in our house. I felt things moving. Okay. I know we live by two, so... <laughs> mm. We've got a mystery, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I hope not. It's night. <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, sorry. Where was I? Uh, I was saying, mm-hmm. before even... like for Na- Before Nadia brings up, mm-hmm. brings it all up. Hey, hey, oh. English is not English in people. <laughs> English. English is the first to language. <laughs> decided to lead me today. Yeah. I was saying, if she decide even to bring it up, mm-hmm. she should think about every scenario like what is our relationship context have she ever asked me about her her boyfriend if she didn't mind your business know that she's your work friend you talk about work don't try to go up all her business you're not supposed to know your friend's business all of those The, the the other friend is the one who decide what they tell you i mean i agree with that but but on the other hand i think that people make mistakes and in that situation, yes. the the thing that Nadia did is a very easy mistake to make. To when you're like, you yeah. come here and you tell me that, 
oh, the boss pissed me off. And you say, oh, you know, Susan made that report and it looked shitty. Mm-hmm. So now Nadia automatically thought, oh, we're on a really deep level. Mm-hmm. She can tell me anything, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's a very easy mistake to fall into that Nadia did. Yeah. Now, how she says it, though, that, that can be a very big mistake from her part. Mm-hmm. If she comes over and she says, oh, my God, Betty, you're such a bitch. You did not tell me about your boyfriend. Yeah. Now we're going to have a problem. She's, you know, Betty in that moment is allowed to say, back off, Nadia. I don't need to tell you everything. Yeah. You know, and that's something you can say. And but, that, I, yeah. but the thing here, if it, something that I would blame Betty for is mm-hmm. if she ever tells that to Nadia and expects the relationship between her and Nadia to be the way yeah, it used to be. It's kind of bound to, to change. Exactly. Except if she's like, I'm sorry, blah, 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 here's what happened blah, blah, blah. but in the end mm-hmm. her she's gonna feel like okay she wants to know all my business i know exactly business. and then that's mm-hmm. the moment where you know betty can be like i'm gonna slowly pull away from her you know today something happens with yeah. the report mm-hmm. with susan she you doesn't tell anything. her yeah. see that's when you pull away slowly for me what i think is not okay is to abruptly be like oh my god nadia you called me a bitch hm. silent treatment i'm not even talking to you anymore i don't mm-hmm. even see you you know, for some people, the, the, the pulling away, they call it being a hypocrite. Because they're not like, you, why, you know, just cut me off, you know, we, we're not friends, that, just don't talk to me anymore. See, you know, that's, that, the, the concept of a hypocrite has always interested <laughs> me, you know? Yeah. Because changing your mind is making you a hypocrite. You know what? I think it's not being a hypocrite. You can do something that is hypocritical. That doesn't necessarily make you. No, it's not philosophical. It's a bit (laughs) semantics, you know, because for me, if today I say, oh my God, I love this cheese. And tomorrow I say to someone else, I hate this cheese. I don't like the smell of this cheese. Mm. That's hypocritical. Mm. It doesn't necessarily make me a hypocrite. Mm. I mean, but I wouldn't blame someone who hears me say that and say, oh, she's a damn hypocrite, you know? So if that's what some people call hypocrisy, so be it. I'll be a hypocrite in your eyes, but yeah. I would rather not leave my friend who, like, I would rather not abruptly leave a friend mm-hmm. than, you know, I would rather slowly make it oh, obvious yeah. to them something shifted between us, you know? Yeah, yeah. Instead of... But it kind of sucks, though. I mean, I, I've... I've sushi and try, oh, trying to salvage a relationship that is going to shit is the hardest thing ever i failed i failed and Mm. you know it's okay that that too is okay those are things that are that are supposed to happen if you know if you try to salvage it i mean i know people that will literally tell you that um they will clearly tell you there's some things that you say to me and i'm like "Mm -mm, i don't roll with people like that yeah so be it that's your thing you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know that you'll find people that don't roll like that but i mean they're going to be shifting. <laughs> you know, you're going to have them coming and going. Because yeah. people are bound to do something you're yeah. not going to like. People are bound to say something that is going to be like in opposition to something else. I feel like we should, you know, try to understand and, like, you know, the value of adapting to the evolving life path. Exactly. Because exactly. all of us, I mean, in our 20s, we are evolving. We are changing every day. Yeah. Like, what are you saying? People like tend to feel like oh people are being hypocritical. No, I'm just 
seeing stuff in a different like light, light yeah. you know that and, and what you're I was allowed to do that exactly yeah. so we I'm, a, I'm allowed yeah. yeah i'm allowed to gossip with you about someone today <laughs> yeah. and tomorrow say yo we did something wrong exactly and i'm not gonna participate not in this yeah. anymore She's, yeah yeah it was like oh and i thought she was me but now you know i talked to her um i, I was wrong yeah you know yeah and I shouldn't so, be ashamed. They'd be like, "Oh, yeah, she's a hypocrite." Today, she, this, this, she say she hated him. Blah blah yeah. blah. Now she likes. I yeah. I can yeah. be like, listen. I understand that you feel like I just flipped on you right now, but you you're you gotta take me who as I am. You know, mm. like I've changed my mind and I've changed my mind and that's it. Yeah, and, and I feel like we should. I mean, not cut off friends because we are not going in the same direction anymore. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, oh. Frankly, yes. Yeah. Oh my god. That, oh my god. You just made me think of something. Oh my. I feel god. like this episode is gonna be long, so yeah. maybe we, we make it like. We, a, I think a we're gonna part. milk this part. You're gonna be, then, yeah, yeah, and then we talk about the like the remaining parts of the episode in the, a part two. So yeah, yes. You know, this yeah. is gonna be part one, and we're gonna talk about digital um, bonds and and like French uh, friends impact on the mental health. Mm-hmm. Like in a part two, yeah, but oh, I just want to close yeah, so off on ahead. this you. last one because mm-hmm. it's a big thing. Yeah, on Instagram right now. Yeah, the drop the friendships that no longer serve you. <laughs> How do you know what serves you and what doesn't serve you anymore? Your life is not fixed in stone. Yeah. You cannot, you can, unless someone is really doing something and or you know like someone is doing something that is toxic to you. Yeah, you pick it up. You, even then I don't think like you cannot just define someone as a person as no longer serving you if they served you in your life they're still gonna you know, serve someone what, what is funny because I've once I think once I've heard from mm-hmm. a girl who was dropped oh, oh. from the other side Ooh. <laughs> yeah imagine out of nowhere a friend just drop you because I don't know you you no like going out it's like you know she, she she's no longer serving me me I'm trying to change I'm trying to be this and this she's still that kind of girl so you know I'm gonna drop you see this yeah. is the part where I you know I said drop the ego yeah but this is the part where I'm like pick the ego, ego is allowed pick to up talk. Your ego. I'm like yes <laughs> take that ego and say bye then why why do you think I no longer serve you because mm-hmm. if you're really my friend and you think I am yeah. in some shit that is not good for my life, no, you know, tell me. You know what is funny? <laughs> you know. What, when you ask that question, mm-hmm. the reasons? They're never... Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit? Exactly. A bullshit? Like yeah. they say, yeah. <laughs> that bullshit. And in the end, you feel like you're the one who wants to drop them. Yeah. Because like, wow, you're willing to, to drop, drop me over stupid... Because you got into your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you feel like me, I should be ready to forgive you. Yeah. So that's like, very interesting. People who are willing to drop their friends like that easily, it means like so you didn't consider me you didn't consider you didn't factor in how I felt about you. Exactly. Before you made a decision of dropping me. Yeah. So I'm allowed to drop you then I guess. If I drop you, you should be okay with it. Because you're ready to drop me. But see that's where for me it gets interesting because then you have to question like why am I friends with you in the first place? You know? You know that's yeah. <laughs> where was this going? I mean, you know, because it's it's um, because that's the thing. Like the whole idea of dropping people because you leveled up yeah. just because of that. I mean, if people are seeing you leveling up and they start like subtly coming at you saying but shit about you, or no, 
continue leveling up and then if they stay down just continue moving why do you feel the need to drop them so like yeah, it's, what what do people i think you, like i feel like the friendship thing have become like if your friends means we have <laughs> yeah it's, it's like we need to see each other all the time no just no, continue no. doing your leveling up shit as yeah. you do if i don't come along you know at some point nature will do its course I'm yeah gonna, we're gonna be distant and then you don't need to be like actually here's the text blah 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 and you no longer serve see, me so we're not gonna that yeah. is drama over <laughs> nothing just see, more see, for, more, me, for me yeah that's that's where i'm like maybe some people that's where i think generally speaking when i hear people talk about it yeah i hope it's not a bias for me but it's like when i say cutting someone off it's mm-hmm. like from one day to the other you don't want to talk to them either that mm-hmm. like you block them or you just come to them and you're like you know what stop talking to me you know why are you doing me, that y- y- ghost me is better than <laughs> giving me I'm, I'm like huh no even ghosting is not cool for me no, it's, it's not like, cool but at least yeah. that i'll be like oh yeah she, you know we stopped talking you know like that but seeing the message is like imagine you say I hi to someone this and then it's like Fuck? Yeah, you know, it's like okay. Yeah, you don't even honestly, know what to yeah to answer. Honestly, like, okay, like, go, go live up. Grow all you want yeah. to, but if all you're gonna grow is your ego, <laughs> stop. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> honestly, yeah. because th- I think a big part of healing and all of that, you know, it's you know a lot of people say it's self love. It's not just that. Learning to love yourself is learning to love also the ugly parts of you. Mm-hmm. And when you find them and realizing that you have ugly parts. Exactly. Well. Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So people are not in your life to serve you or something, you know? <laughs> Thank you. I mean, they 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 when just did we learn that way. Okay, yeah, this thing of being the main character. We are not extras in your life. Yeah, nobody's an extra in your life. You know? Honestly, like everybody you're an important is, person. Everybody is living their life. Yeah, w- just, what I'm saying yeah. is is I'm not like I'm not trying to say oh you you mean nothing no no no, no. you mean something but others do as well yeah and they mean something in exactly. their own story everybody yeah everybody's the main character in their yeah. own life like honestly imagine if we oh, all yeah. had the mindset of I drop anybody that doesn't serve me yeah oh my god we would be yeah, dropping exactly. people like kids oh, like I honestly a, a nerd analogy but it's yeah, cool. yeah it's like you know in in Avengers like we mm-hmm. don't cause everyone is a character you know yeah. Black Iron Man. They are characters. In, mm-hmm. in the Avenger movie, we don't see them as ex- an extra for one character. No, yeah. everybody is... I mean, the extras in the movie, yes, but yeah. you don't count them. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, you know, when you see the characters, don't be like, oh yeah, now in Avenger, everybody else is extras for Black Panther. No, no it's not. Yeah. Everybody is a character. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God. helping each other, feeding each other. So yeah. that's how life is. There's nobody... That's- I'm not here to serve you. I'm just living my life and you're living your life. It just happened to intertwine. It's not an exchange. Gross. You know, you can move, like, we can move in opposite direction, but it doesn't have to mean like, oh, yeah, you you don't serve me. Go by. I'm going to drop you. No. I wasn't living for you, for (laughs) you to drop me. Yeah. But honestly, yeah, the mindset that says, um, but on the other hand, Mm. the one thing I will agree with, if you have a friend that's always, like, throwing jobs at you, Mm -hmm. um, that... You know, for me, I don't even think you should like drop stop them. Stop, First, stop engaging in those conversations. Exactly. Just, yeah. If you want to set a boundary, you know, yeah. stand up for yourself. Yeah. Tell that person, you know what? I don't like you telling exactly. me that I've gotten fat. You know, yeah. if I have, it's my body. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like when you touch your shoulders, <laughs> they're yours. When I touch mine, they're mine. If yeah. they've grown fat, I it's feel so them. Me. You do not. You know. Yeah. And it's like now I appreciate you thinking that. You're giving me health advice, but 
I think I'm going to stick to my doctor giving me those, not you. You know? And some friends might be like, ooh, you're being a bitch about it. So be. Yeah. That's how you're reading it. Because I'm like, you are being a bitch when you're telling me I'm fine. I am. Because what you say hurt me. Yeah. And honestly, it's up now, you know, you're not dropping them, but it's Mm -hmm. like it's up to them if they decide to remain your life and change or just leave. Exactly. So honestly, just be aware when you're operating from a side of your ego. Let's be nice. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, We hope we we weren't turning around in circles, but you know, these things, yeah, these are the kind of, yeah, we always turn. So, you know, we we actually do turn in circles. (laughs) So I would just say, um, if you like in these situations we've given our, our, our advices um some of them you may hear them and you're like oh but that contradicts that it all depends honestly it's adaptability and it's it's our I keyword mean, i mean tell us how you feel about it and what you think so yeah. that we can maybe incorporate it in the party too because there is yes. part two coming yes hopefully not <laughs> long <laughs> no definitely long not long i'll make but sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a long time but yeah no yeah. Please, like, you know, let us know what you think about mm-hmm. friendship and, like, how they are navigated in our 20s and the context of friends, friendships mm-hmm. in our 20s, yeah. Yeah, we are willing to hear um, your your opinions. Maybe we're wrong, as we always say at the end of an episode. Um, we really, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we really love hearing from you guys. Yeah. Um, we we have yeah it's really it's really great when we release an episode and then we get a message from someone yeah. they're like we loved what you guys said and they're like but i would love to you know rectify this yeah. or i think this about what you guys say we really love hearing that and um and shout out to lisa and lisa thank yes. you for you know for the idea of the podcast of it, the episode yeah. it was really nice it was and it's a deep one to talk about because it's something that is really really important you know yeah. Thank you. so yeah and Thanks, we hope lisa. yeah we hope we we <laughs> answered your question you're not supposed to know that a friend is one day not gonna be in your life anymore even yeah. though they were like family and and it hurts you know, yeah. it, it really hurts okay the the yeah the best advice is um to reach out to those that you really know care um yeah. maybe your actual family if you can open up about that and be optimistic you know there's the seven billion of us like, on yeah, this planet and to accept that you know people come and go oh, yeah and you have no power over that yeah mm. And um, Lisa, you were also the person that we talked about uh, being a friend to yourself together. <laughs> and I really loved your opinions on this. And frankly, you gave me a lot of uh, insight over that. And <laughs> you were right, actually. You just literally made a point that we're sharing with everyone. Yeah. Um, befriend yourself, you know. Mm-mm. When you do that, you're going to fall in love with yourself. And it will make it easier to yeah. accept that sometimes people come and go. Yeah. So, so people, see you next time. Mm-hmm. Same yeah. hour. See, oh God, it's too late. <laughs> people are recording this really late. So, you know, I don't have <laughs> yeah. my full brain now. But yeah, yeah, you know, same day, same hour, you know, tune yeah. in and, you know, let us know what you think. And mm-hmm. yeah, until next time. Until next time. <laughs> Big hearts. Yeah, and be nice, people. (laughs) Yeah. And please reach out to us. Talk to us. See ya. Bye. No way.